Hi there and welcome to the second episode of the A Plus podcast. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. If this is your second time, welcome back. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about is God indifferent to your academic success? If you have listened to the first episode of this podcast, then you have an idea as to why this episode is really important. In the first episode, I spoke about how having certain mindsets towards your academics can largely limit the amount of efforts or even limit the results that you see. And so if you have the wrong mindset towards God's interest in certain areas of your life as well, you can limit how much God can do in that aspect of your life. And we're going to be mentioning, we're going to be talking about a lot of Bible scriptures today. So if you can get your Bible beside you, it will be really helpful. The first scripture we're going to be looking at is Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, which says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. We're also going to look at Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 27, which says, I am the Lord, the God of all the peoples of the world. Is there anything too hard for me? So first, we're going to establish that with God, all things are possible. We're going to establish that there is nothing too hard for god to do and god is infinite in possibilities god can do all things more than you can ask think or imagine but we're also going to look at mark chapter 6 and verse 5. the backstory of this passage is jesus had gone to his hometown and because they recognized him you know when you know somebody from when they were small there's a tendency that you will belittle the person or the person will always look like a baby to you imagine that child in nursery school or that child in daycare that sometimes during the week you take care of that child when you see the child older there's still a part of you that is like oh we are still a baby so this was the mindset that the people in jesus's town still had towards him and in mark chapter 6 and verse 25 we see and because of their own belief he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them and he was amazed at their own belief so from mark chapter 6 and verse 5 we see that as much as god is limitless as much as god can do all things when you do not believe in him or when you have mindsets limits towards the things that he can do you can limit what he is going to do in your life The same way these people in Mark chapter 6 and verse 5 limited the things that they believed Jesus could do in their midst. That's one thing that is very important for you to establish. So now we're going to go into the possible mindset or the possible things that you have put in your mind that you might not even have known that you have developed this mindset. We're going to be talking about them so that you can identify them and drop them today, today. Before the end of this episode, drop them, drop them. So that you can stop putting limits on the things that God can do in your life. And the first one we're going to talk about is thinking that God isn't bothered about your academics. Let me tell you for a fact, God isn't indifferent about every aspect of your life. God isn't indifferent about whether or not you use glasses. God isn't indifferent about the decisions that you make. God isn't indifferent about whether you sleep or wake up. God loves you and he's intentional about you. We're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 6 and verse 28 to 30, which says, And why worry about your clothing? 
Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? If God can take care of the lilies, of the wildflowers, that today they are here, tomorrow you might just step on them without even realizing how much more you. Why have you put limits in your mind and, and insisted to tell yourself that your academics is too small for God to worry about? The Bible tells us that God knows the number of hairs on our head. If God knows the number of hairs on your head, why do you think that your academics is not important to him? Your academics is more important to God than it is to you because it is concerned with you. As long as it concerns you, God is interested in it. God is not an irresponsible father, right? If your parents are investing in your academics so much that they paid your school fees, even if you're on a scholarship, so much so that they were in support of you going to school, how much more God? The Bible tells us that if we who are wicked <laughs> can give our children good gifts how much more god so stop thinking that god isn't interested in your academics stop thinking that god is indifferent about your academics that he's just sitting down and looking at you and he's like oh you know put in how much effort you want to put in that's good that's right change that mindset today as i'm saying it drop it drop it no 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 the second one the second wrong mindset we're going to talk about is thinking that because you are a believer your academics shouldn't be important. So there's a certain mindset that people tend to have that, oh, because I'm a believer, I am only invested in the spread of the gospel. I am only invested in preaching to people, in healing the sick. We're going to be using scripture to debunk that mindset. But before we even get there, I just want to talk about how the Bible actually says that whatsoever your hands find doing do it well not to excuse the fact that as a believer you have the responsibility to spread the gospel to heal the sick to walk in the gift of the spirit that is very important every believer should have that at the same time because you are a believer you should be excellent in everything that you do you should stand out we're going to be using the example of daniel the bible tells us that Daniel in a foreign land served under three kings. Let me give you an explanation to what this means. This means that, let's use Nigeria as an example. If Daniel was in today's time, that means he would have served under Good Lord Jonathan, he would have served under Buhari, and still be serving under Tinubu. Daniel was involved in politics and because he was a believer, because he believed in God, he didn't now put aside his administrative skills. He wasn't mediocre. If he was mediocre, then he would have probably served under one king and the king would have said, oh, he's not really good at what he does. But for him to have been able to serve under three kings, that means he was so good that the next king couldn't ignore him and pick somebody else. That is somebody that is a believer. That is somebody that the Bible tells us that when they were looking for faults in him, 
the only fault that they could find in him was that he prayed three times a day that was the only fault that they could find in daniel we're also going to be looking at joseph the bible tells us that joseph found favor everywhere that he went to in his father's house he was the most loved among his brothers when he went to potiphar's house potiphar trusted him so much that he put him as the head over the house even after Potiphar's wife did what she did and he ended up in prison, the Bible tells us that Joseph was put as the head of the prison. Even in prison, Joseph was identified to be good enough to be called the head of his prison mates. And even after he came out of prison, Potiphar still saw Joseph as worthy enough to put him over the economy of Egypt. See, it is not that, yes, the favor of God was heavily on Joseph, but at the same time, nobody will give you a role such as the head of the economy of one of the greatest nations of the world as at then, if you don't have a track record of doing well as what you have been given to do. We see examples of believers in the Bible that have been excellent, that have stood out, not just because they are smart not just because they are wise but even the fact that they are believers because you are a believer is the very reason you should stand out whatever your hands find doing do it well that should not be your excuse it should be your reason for doing well in your academics even if you are studying a course that you don't like even if you are having an extra year and you are not comfortable and this is not where you thought you would be by now because you are a believer you would do well because you are a believer, you will look for ways for you to excel even more. You will look for ways for you to stand out. You have the spirit of excellence in you. Nothing that you do should be mediocre. It is very important. Those are the two mindsets that if you had them before this episode started. this Before we go on, drop them. Now, now. <laughs> before we go on, you should drop them. So moving on, we're also going to be talking about so now that we have identified the wrong mindsets that you can have as regards God's interest, God's investment in your academics, we're going to be talking about, so now that you have dropped them, what are the right things that you should pick up? What are the right things that you should know about God's, invested in, God's investment in you and in your academics? We're going to be looking at scriptures again. Luke chapter 12 from verse 6 to 7. And he says, what is the price of five sparrows, two copper coins? Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. I have touched on this previously, but I just want to reiterate it. God is a responsible father. As long as it concerns you, it concerns God. That is something that you should stick in your head. That is the first right mindset to have. God is a responsible father. God loves you and he loves everything that concerns you, even extended to your academics. God isn't indifferent about your academics. Stop seeing God as irresponsible. You know, I heard someone use this example once. He said that imagine you come to his house and he's wealthy. He has enough money and then you come to his house and you see his daughter rolling on the floor and crying and begging and saying daddy please pay my school fees 
like you'll be em- embarrassed for him because you'll be like but you have all this money why does your daughter have to beg you for something that you have this is the same mindset you should have towards god god has an abundance of wisdom don't see yourself as having to beg god for the things that he will give you freely and that is taking us to our second point you should be able to tell god about your academic struggles before god nobody is a big boy nobody is a big girl <laughs> nobody be able to tell god that these are the things that i am struggling with take those limits off that you have in your mind about what god can do in your academics and go to him sincerely and say god i am struggling with this course i am struggling with this topic i am struggling with this subject i am struggling with this lecturer i am struggling with this teacher i don't know what to do the bible tells us that if any of you lack wisdom you can go to god and he will give you freely go to god with all honesty go to god with your heart open bare before him about your academics and say god i need your help i need your help i allow you to do what you can do in my academics i allow you to take control i allow you to lead me to the right people to read with i allow you to tell me what to do at certain times it is very important another thing we're going to be talking about is know that it is possible for the spirit of god to influence every area of your life god can influence your academics the bible scripture we're going to be using for this is exodus chapter 31 from verse 1 to 5 which says then the lord said to moses look i have specifically chosen bezalel son of uri grandson of Hor, of the tribe of judah i have filled him with the spirit of god giving him great wisdom ability and expertise in all kinds of crafts he is a master craftsman expert in working with gold silver and bronze so if before this episode you thought that the only produce or the only thing you can get out of the spirit of god being in you is working of miracles or walking in the gifts of the spirit i'm here to tell you that the spirit of god can do so much more than that in you if in this person called bezalel the spirit of god can work in him to be a master craftsman to be expert in working with gold silver and bronze gold silver and bronze i'm telling you that these are things that people take years to learn but if the spirit of god working in you can give you this kind of results how much more your academics understand the spirit that is at work in you understand that you have the spirit of excellence we'll look at isaiah chapter 28 and verse 6. this is one of my favorite parts of scripture when i read the scripture for the first time i was amazed i will give you a backstory because it's my favorite part of scripture this isaiah chapter 28 for m verse 26 if you go a few steps back and a few steps forward to give the context of this scripture this scripture talks about how god is the one that gives the farmer wisdom it talks about how god is the one that tells the farmer what kind of plants to plant when to plant it where to plant it and the tools to use if god can give that kind of wisdom to a farmer that he knows what to do how to do it when to do it 
what kind of tools to use how much more you his child how much more you how much more you these are things that you need to learn these are things that you need to have at the back of your mind so that when you are reading when you are faced with a tough course you say ah i have the spirit of god in me because i have the spirit of god in me nothing is hard for me to do nothing is difficult because i know what to do i know how to do it i know when to do it i know the right tools to use the fourth thing we're going to be talking about is learning to be bold in the spirit of god in you you should learn how to boast in the spirit of god in you you should learn how to say i have the spirit of god look at david when david was going to fight goliath the bible tells us that david went before goliath imagine the size difference between david and the giant goliath and david went before goliath and said i come before you in the name of the lord of heaven's armies the god of the armies of israel who you have defiled david went before goliath not in his own power not in his own mind but in the power of god that was that was his confidence that that was his confidence that was his sufficiency in david's mind i am not coming as me i am coming as god and because i am coming as god i am sufficient in him and so today i will conquer you and i will kill you and i will feed your heads to the wild animals oh my goodness oh my goodness this is somebody coming in the confidence knowing the god that they have the god that is backing him up that is the boldness that you should have in god let's look at daniel in daniel chapter 15 and verse 17 the king had told daniel to come and to tell him the meaning of the words that were written on the wall that's the story of the hand that appeared and wrote on the wall and the king had told daniel to come and you know give a meaning give an interpretation and the king had told daniel that if he's able to give an interpretation he will give him gifts but this is what daniel said in daniel chapter 5 and verse 17 he said keep your gifts or give them to somebody else but i will tell you what the writing means this was a writing that was not in a language that anybody there understood but daniel was going with such an assurance he's saying oh don't worry about the gifts don't worry let me just get there i'll tell you what the writing means <laughs> this is somebody that is bold in the god that backs him up mindsets that you need to build mindsets that you need to build what is academics that you are scared of it do you know the god that is on your side you are on the winning side you are on the winning side stop being scared stop being scared of that course stop being scared of that subject stop being scared of that lecturer you are on the winning side i'm saying it again you are on the winning side be bold in god be bold in what he can do for you and through you stop being scared so before we close i'm just going to say a prayer over you I pray for you that your heart is open to all that God can do in your life through your academics. I pray that your mind is open to the possibilities in God. I pray that you are conscious that fear doesn't have a hold on you. I pray that you are bold in the spirit of God and that you walk in excellence. 
in jesus name amen thank you so much for tuning into this episode i hope that this was stirring for you i hope that this episode has really opened your eyes to see the possibilities in god and to know that god is a loving father and he is intentional about your academics even much more than you are so thank you for tuning into this episode if you haven't joined the a plus squad the a plus squad is the community of the a plus pod look in the description now you will see the link to join if you have questions or if you want to set up a call with me to discuss what you are currently struggling with in your academics you can send an email to the a plus pod at gmail.com the a plus pod at gmail.com i will also put it in the description so thank you for listening to this episode see you in the next episode bye